0: Welcome to Learn or Be Learned. We either learn from others or others learn from us. The former is able to help us become a better, faster you. Follow me weekly as I dig up stories like a true anthropologist would on one of the three series called Guest Conversations, Book Applications, or My Small Talk Explorations. I'm your host, Shiva Danishaker, and let's talk. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another book episode. It's been a while and I'm very excited to get back into it. This week's book is Life's Great Question Discover How You Contribute to the World by Tom Rath. I'm going to start approaching these book episodes a little differently. I'm thinking the outline of the episode is going to be more like this How I would describe this book in three sentences. My initial impressions of this book. Who should read this book? How did this book change me? And what are the big takeaways from this book and how you can apply it to your life? Without further ado, let's get right into it. So if I had to describe this book in three sentences, this is exactly what I would say. Rather than finding your passion, we should focus on finding our contributions. In order to find our contributions, we must understand ourselves, our personality, and our motivators. Once we have truly introspected ourselves, we can remove our centered dogmatic approach to life and truly discover the meaning of life through contributions to your team, your relationships, and yourself. And if that seemed kind of long, it definitely was three sentences. Um <laughs> there was a lot of commas. <laughs> but bear with me, I just summarized the book in three sentences. But that's basically the gist of it, right? And if I had to give my impressions of this book, I would say that this book was a bit self-intuitive, but well understood. It involved concepts we know already, but the approach seemed in a new light way, which was really refreshing, I would say. Part 1 was good at helping the reader understand what life's meaning is really about, and it kind of strips away the idea that this is not a self-centered approach, and we should be asking ourselves, how can we help more people, essentially. This episode is going to be a little shorter than the other book episodes because part two, basically the second half of the entire book, is more of an interactive introspective structure where you take some tests and then you read the little snippets of basically personality traits and you, once you get the three main personality traits out of the 12, they call it contribution types. Then you read your top three and it gives you advice on how you uh, apply that to your relationships, your business, your personal life with your team at your job and all that. So in my opinion, the second section was nothing groundbreaking, a little bit redundant and self-explanatory. And like I said, the whole book was a bit intuitive. But I was starting to think, you know, this advice was so simple and I was a little dogged down a little bit about it. I was like, okay, I don't feel like this book taught me a lot of new things. I was I was excited and it didn't. Then I realized the best advice is simple things like eating right focusing on sleep exercising these things are well known intuitive and are simple but they are the best advice and perhaps my disappointment could be a little inappropriate i think that this should excite me cuz you know repetitive knowledge means it's sticking that i actually know this already it's i've learned it right moving on who should read this book someone who is open minded looking for life's purpose and someone who does not know this important distinction the Distinction Between Purpose and Contribution to Make a Meaningful Life. If that sounds like you, you should definitely give this book a go, at least part one. For part two, you're going to have to take a test, and then it's more of an interactive self. This book overall was pretty good, but if you want the gist, keep listening, and I will give you the big takeaways. So next, how did this book change me? Well, I always get a little anxious about you know what is life's purpose, and I'm hoping some of you out there... Are thinking the same thing like oh that sounds like me sometimes right you know I'm 22 you know going on to 23 and I was constantly anxious by thinking you know there's so many ideas what could be my purpose there's so many things I can do all these doors opened I don't know I don't know exactly what my interests are I don't know if I want to do this for lifelong and that can be stressful but this book helped me, you know, take a step back and slow down a little bit. It made me relax and realize that my focus should not be on me. That's what was probably the most important. It made me realize that the focus should be on you. The audience, the listeners, the readers, the teammates, the relationships, others. If I did that slight shift of thinking about me me me, purpose 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 to you and contribution i realized that i could actually slow down and enjoy what i'm doing right and if you keep a watch out the next small talk episode i go a little bit further into what i learned about the difference between purpose and contribution and especially it made me think about that from this book alone but anyways how can i make a meaningful contribution to others in everything i do And that's where I learned. From here, I can observe how my influence can be visioned and then scaled. How can I help you all in a meaningful way? Whether that is reading the books myself, making really detailed notes, posting that on my website, giving my review, my rating, and my application and how it can apply to your life, whether that is talking to guests and listening to their advice and hoping that some things can resonate and help you or just pondering with me on my small talk episodes. I'm hoping that this can provide you some value. If you find what I do very helpful, I would love for you to give me an Apple review. It would mean a lot and if you could hit that follow button, that would be great. I really love helping you on. I love hearing feedback. Please always email me, message me, find me on social media. My links are always in the podcast descriptions. I don't know If you all look at that, but there are links, whether it's with guests or myself, there are links to my email and everything, and I'd love to hear from you. Any advice, anything that helped you, that'd be awesome. And lastly, the big takeaways from this book. So I realize this book is talking more about following your passion proceeds with the presumption that the world revolves around you. However, creating your contribution unravels what you can do in this world today to create meaning by helping others. And this book talks about personality, right? It says personality is relatively stable over shorter periods of weeks, but has a higher chance of change during mid-ranges of years. So within decades, substantial change can occur. So a really important idea that came up and popped up in my head when I was reading this book is, I think more people would be happy in their jobs if they saw their corporate work as less of climbing a ladder and more like a distance in a marathon from their starting position. It's all about personal development, you know, not the money in your bank account. And I always say this to people when I talk to friends and everything, when we talk about stuff, and I always say, money follows the best in their field. People that are super rich, Floyd Mayweather, didn't follow the money, he followed his, you know, he followed his interests. And I think if you just are passionate about contributing and helping, then everything shifts, right? And the book also talks about three core elements of change that can be implemented to create more of the job you want and not the job you have. And basically the thing is, it says alter your tasks, alter your relationships, or alter your perception. So if you're gonna alter your tasks, either push your boundaries by taking on more tasks, eliminating tasks if you can, or most importantly, at least I think, is performing them in a different way. So, for example, if you're bored of filing numbers on an Excel sheet, maybe learn how to do it faster, you know, hotkeys or shortcuts, maybe gamify it. Try predicting how fast you can do it and then time yourself. You can alter your relationships by developing stronger relations between coworkers and altering the depth and nature of these relationships. You know, this could be a whole episode on its own, but essentially you got to analyze your strengths and your weaknesses and work on what weaknesses You have and amplify the strengths you got and if you let's say you're nervous in a social setting then slowly work your way into being more comfortable with this you should make an effort to maybe hold a short conversation with someone every day until you feel more and more comfortable lastly it says alter your perception and what I believe this is to be the most fruitful altering the way you think about your job and observe it can help you grow in personal development by looking at it through an entrepreneurial and growth-minded lens tiago forte a guy that's super into productivity i love this guy he says in his manifesto of human centered work that he believes work can be the vehicle for personal growth he believes that any experience can inspire growth and personal development so why not make that your work since most of us do it from nine to five every weekday You know, he also mentions personal growth is expensive. And what I took this as is whether that is your time, your energy, or your money, these are all of life's greatest expenses, right? Whether you're spending time, you don't get that back. Whether you're spending energy, you only have so much in a day. Or you're spending money, which can also be very limited on where you want to allocate this. So you can kill two birds with one stone by developing yourself slowly every day even if it's just 1%. This is exactly what we talked about in the last book episode of Atomic Habits, where we mentioned 1% growth every day has a huge compounding interest. Although you might not see it on a daily basis, maybe not even a weekly or monthly basis, by the end of the year, you have exponentially grown just because you did 1% better every day. So developing yourself slowly, even if it's very slow, can be incredibly compounding and in exponential growth. This provides you with a form and funding mechanism for your personal growth. Wow. I hope you enjoyed this book episode. If you know you found any value out of this, please let me know. I would love to hear your comments, your thoughts. I love reading the Apple reviews. They're inspiring. Thank you so much for listening to the end, and I hope to catch you on the next episode. Peace.